Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. It's now time for News Headlines with Molly on a big party show All right, Molly, go ahead. Uh, well, it, a Creighton University fraternity is being suspended after one of its pledges allegedly attacked another student. Attorneys for the 19-year-old uh, suspect say that he either didn't know or was forced to use drugs uh, during a hazing incident at a fraternity at uh, Creighton University. The so then the question is, it's like, was it weed or was it... Um, uh, like mushrooms or LSD or something. Like, did they slip him something? Yeah, said it was forced. Okay, I. I mean, we wouldn't know anyone to get that goofy on weed, no. but I don't know. You're a freshman. Maybe the kids never experimented, but you know. Yeah, mix he's it all together. Up. Poor yeah. kid, though. You see, you hear the stories. I mean, he basically wakes up and he's. They tell him what he did. He's like, "Oh my god!" Oh no! He swung a pocket knife at a girl, and you know, luckily everybody's going to be okay. But she got. You know, slashed. It was that was the story of the weekend. They called it a cutting. Oh cutting. boy! Mm. And then that's how that came out, huh? They told him. Oh wow! Uh, they're Lord. saying hallucinogenic drugs. Would you call weed hallucinogenic? No. If it's dipped in something, it can be. That's yeah. what they're saying. Laced marijuana. They got that stuff wet. Is that what yeah. they're saying? It was laced yeah. marijuana. They're ca- okay. they're, they whether it was <clears throat> laced marijuana or LSD. Those are the two things that LSD. they're wondering. I know, but I mean, Where if you're hallucinating. Dip- if somebody well, doses you, I mean, and you well, don't, especially if you don't know it, that's something where it's like if you thought that you were just smoking marijuana and nobody told you that it was. It sounds like he was just, it was too much. Well, I think yeah, it was weird that he carries a knife. The dad said his yeah. son carries a knife, quote, that he says he's going to use if anybody needs saving. What? Like so a- I think the kid's probably just young. And wow, he's wow. boozed up. All of his friends say he's a super nice, nice kid. kid. They call him a gentle giant. Anyway, I don't know why this is such a big story. Yeah, I think it's just because you know they have zero hazing tolerance, and now the you know national chapter, the the fraternity has been uh, suspended until you know they get done with their investigation. Uh, possible, uh, there's a chance that smoking in Nebraska will be only for those 21 and over. There is a bill being presented to a legislative committee that would apply to smoking, chewing tobacco, and e-cigarettes, and it would uh, up the smoking age from 18 to 21. Um, the bill sponsor says that raising the age will also keep cigarettes from young teens because they're more likely to be around 18 years old than 21 years old. So a lot of anti-smoking groups are at the Capitol yesterday showing their su- support so of the proposal. So we'd be only the third state after California and Hawaii. California just passed theirs last May. So this is the new trend, moving it up to 21 from 18. When you're 18, you get to vote and you can fight in wars. I, yeah, I don't know. I think that if... I was uh, fighting Maybe in we war, should move, move the age smoke. of fighting wars to 21. Ooh. What's more dangerous, cigarettes or fighting in a war? I don't know what that is. You, I think you should go <laughs> to the floor of the legislature and say that exactly how you just said it. That tone. And then just persuade. randomly point <laughs> yes. at, in one direction. Yes. Everyone's like, God, I hate when we do open mic Who's day in the legislature, at the unicameral. You know, when we just open it up to just really anybody. I mean, anyone. 
Oh, man. Uh, College World Series may not be until June, but today Mecca is going to host a job fair. They're looking for ticket sellers, ushers, crowd managers. Around 150 spots are available. Job fair starts at 11 o'clock this morning. Seems like a fun job. I know, right? Fun summer job. Yeah. So from 11 to 7 today, you can go down to the CenturyLink Center, the lobby area there. They're going to be interviewing Mm. people on the spot. Who's going to service a beer down at the park? Last year went real smooth, I thought. Uh, OPD said that they didn't really have many problems. You know, that was the first year that they served alcohol inside the venue. Now, obviously, you can do more than just beer. You can get sodas. Yeah. But last year, the end of the College World Series, remember, kept getting delayed because of the weather. Yes. We got uh, extra days. It's, God, it's had to have done it. it, I mean, come on. I, I mean, me, myself speaking, I would drink as many beers as I can get in me before I got into the game, and I'd always be, I'd always miss the first pitch because I'm across the street trying to get my drink filled. Get your drink on. Come how, on. how many beers can you get in you before you <laughs> I don't get know. into the stadium? <laughs> That's always the challenge to that oneself. It's a challenge. Uh, President Trump's national security advisor, Michael Flynn, is has resigned after questions about his conversations with Russian officials. Flynn came under fire after questions about whether he discussed lifting sanctions against Russia with the Russian ambassador before President Trump was inaugurated. Now, in a letter of resignation, he's saying that he inadvertently gave Vice President Mike Pence incomplete information about the conversation that he had with the Russian ambassador. Retired Lieutenant General Joseph Keith Kellogg is going to be the acting national security advisor until they get a permanent Keith Kellogg, he is a uh, KU grad. How about that? KU! Little uh, KU, Local. somewhere in his history, uh, fought in Vietnam. Oh, wow. And uh, he was part, he served with the 101st Airborne Division in Vietnam. He was a special advisor uh, in Cambodia. Oh, wow. 96, he took command of the 82nd Airborne Division. So this is, uh, he's a warfighter. Yeah. Uh, uh, California, oh, sorry. No, yeah. I was just reading, just reading about him. He's um, going to keep us safe, Molly. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, sometimes with that interim post, if you do a good job, you end up getting the job. Right now, I think he's, you know, just holding it until they find a permanent replacement. But it sounds like... I guess the first question for Keith Kellogg is, when was the last time you spoke to Russia? (laughs) (laughs) That would be the first question. Mm, You mean today or just like in general? You're like, okay, if you have to ask Uh, it that way, then I think we've got a problem. uh, Not really sure. His phone is from Putin. (laughs) Pooty. I'm out. California is asking for federal help as it assesses the damage to the emergency spillway for the Oroville Dam. Officials are worried that a collapse could cause catastrophic flooding in the communities below. Almost 200,000 people were evacuated from their homes earlier this week. So they're saying if you live near the dam, uh, 17%. This is the stat one in three out there. Four or five. 17% of U.S. dams are considered high hazard. Okay. That's spooky. So we got damn site 11. We got (laughs) damn site 12. Damn! Damn site 16. I think they're talking about big dams, like Hoover Dams. Yeah. I'll bet. A stagehand is catching blame for the technical issues during Metallica's performance at the Grammy Awards. Yeah, I'm sure. Someone's going down. I'm sure he's off the tour. Oh, yeah. Insiders say... Uh, crew member accidentally unplugged a wire under uh, the stage just before the band's Sunday night performance with Lady Gaga. Uh, I just don't see how they didn't I have know. backup. And then I wanted him. I'm like, we'll run over sooner and sing on her mic. Yeah, or hand him they a were. mic. Like her, I don't Give know. Him, I figured that when they panned over and it was, you know, when she was bouncing around everywhere, 
that uh, they, they would have replaced the mic. I mean, you got to have extra mics, right? You think? Do it when they're off. Yeah, that thing was a mess. So the problem was it's it's Gaga Metallica, but they're doing a Metallica song, and he doesn't get to sing, but she does. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. So I guess uh, frontman James Hatfield uh, had better luck at the band's intimate show at the Hollywood Palladium after the Grammys. Oh, no, no technical difficulties there, but of course, you know the whole country is what watching would you do? that. Would one. you guys go again and perform? I'd be so angry. It, I, but I'm I, always angry. So. <laughs> I think he was. He seemed very. Very angry. Oh he's mellow. I, I'm telling you, he's got mellowed over the years. Um, when they they did a documentary when they some put out the album, monster? some kind of monster. Oh, it's so good. And the documentary is crazy. It's a real life version of Spinal Tap. Yeah. And so you see basically what happened to Metallica. Um, they were either going to break up, probably for good, mm-hmm. or what happens in this documentary happens, and it is crazy. It is like they have to get a counselor. They have a thera- a band yeah. therapist. It is one of the and best then, like, documentaries I've other seen. Other guys have their own therapist. Yeah. This is a rock band yeah. where they have to sit in a room and and speak out their feelings. And this touchy feely guy's like, "Well, Kurt, why don't you tell him how you feel when he makes his bass solo so awesome?" <laughs> I mean, they have to do touchy feely stuff. And it makes sense. And the album is like two years in the making. Like it's counting down the days. It's like day four hundred and fifty. Oh, it's yeah. pretty interesting. I mean, like uh, Hetfield gets sober. In the middle of the making of the album. Oh, that's a big And this one. is what it takes to keep the band together. You know, that's the biggest thing. I mean, look at all the bands that everybody loves so much that that branch off because they hate each other so much. Well, and then so now much. they're making a record and it's like, well, we used to make all of our records based on anger and fueled by anger and booze. Now it's love. Now it's sobriety and my interest in puppies. Yeah. <laughs> so you come through, through the... Uh, through the documentary, I don't know how you feel about Lars, but people used to not like that guy, Lars Ulrich of Metallica. Yeah. He's the most likable dude. You love him and you realize that he's sort of the rudder of the band. Remember Lars Ulrich, the guy who was fighting Napster? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Gosh. That's some kind of monster. If you can find it, it's a great documentary. It made me, a big, That's yours, it made me a big fan of the band again. Yeah, you bet. So lawsuits are fl- flying after a $325,000 wedding. Got canceled. $325,000 for this wedding. And it all came to a very uh, abrupt end during the rehearsal dinner. I guess the uh, brother of the bride went to go make a toast. The groom's family had a fit. And next thing you know, punches were being thrown. Where did this happen? Manhattan. I would assume a pretty high-end wedding. Yeah, so her dad owns like a pipe company on Long Island. And the groom's parents own something else in New Jersey. But yeah, I mean, both obviously very well-established, moneyed families. If you're throwing uh, a wedding that's in the neighborhood of $325 thousand dollars what a waste of money i sound like a jerk as long as it's not your money it'd be great to be a guest there right so no skin in the game rehearsal dinner everybody shows up at this really nice restaurant in manhattan everything's apparently going right and then the groom's parents didn't like a toast that the bride's brother made next thing you know fists start flying the groom's father reportedly threatened to kick his son out of the family business and out of the inheritance if he didn't ditch his bride and then the bride's like either me or your mother and he's like my mom and so then god this is terrible they live together right but i guess the groom's parents hold the uh the papers for their apartment 
Change the locks. She goes to go home, like to get her stuff, because obviously they're not getting married the next day, and she needs, and they're like, oh no, you're persona non grata. You got no place to go. So then they、uh, eventually let her come in、uh, with a cop to like make sure she can grab just certain stuff. Well, during this whole time, she still has his $125,000 emerald cut engagement ring. Oh my, I want to know what the toast was. Oh my God. I know. That's, that's the, oh God. All right. So, what about the ring? So, the ring is $125,000. It's、okay. an emerald cut diamond solitaire. And、uh, he's like, I'd like the ring back. And she's like, I bet you do. <laughs> and so now he's suing her for the ring. Her family's suing him for their pro- portion of the,、uh, the, the reception bill.、Um, and、uh, apparently they're, they're not getting married. It would appear that this is marriage is not going to happen, but it's like this huge society thing in Manhattan that everybody's been like, this is like. Reality television. I mean, did the waiters and waitresses get to eat the food? And, I mean, did everybody、yeah. eat and drink and be merry, though? I think everybody was like, well, I guess the mother of the groom was calling people. people from the rehearsal dinner, like, marriage is off. Don't even bother showing up at the hotel tomorrow. It's off. Like, he's not marrying this psycho, like, all this stuff. And I, I don't know what happened. I don't know what. Bad blood went down. I just want to know, like you said, party. Yeah, what was started the toast? <laughs> Maybe it was something about, you know, you always hear those toasts about, you know, when, you know, I remember when, you know, Larry first met. You know, and maybe、right. it was something on that level, kind of, you know, divulging a little bit of the past. Yeah. And maybe she spent a lot of time underneath the,、uh, I don't know, I know bleachers just... or whatever. I mean, I don't know. God. It、wow. will,、uh, yeah. Happy I, I, Valentine's Day. So, so, I mean, it, this is the couple that almost was, but then wasn't. This happened back in, I guess they were supposed to get married on October 29th. Make a choice, me or your mother. Yeah. And he's like, my mom. God, I mean, not a terrible choice. You、but. would pick your mom over Peter? If it came down to like, if somebody's telling you, you're, I mean, I don't know. I don't know the mother. I mean, there are people where it's like, your mother is awful. But I mean, if, you, if your mom. I mean, I don't know what the situation was. I don't know. Well, your well, your what... mother's not awful. No.、Um, so if, if it came down to it, I, I'm just curious. I guess I don't think you'd have to make the decision on your wedding night. It's I like, mean, that's the right, thing. We'll pass this. Obviously, I mean, you I'm think... marrying you. We'll slowly. Yeah. Pull, I mean, this was know, the rehearsal to dinner. To make the bride to make an ultimatum at your... At, your, at the night before your wedding, you're like, well, obviously, I can't marry you now. <laughs> this is I mean, going to be anyway, awful. I don't care how awful your own family is. If somebody is telling you. Unless they've like genuinely assaulted you or bad people. If someone's trying to get between you and your family,、mm-hmm. yeah, it's、like, pretty easy which lever to pull. Right. Family every time. The Big Party Morning Show. Channel. Channel. 94.1. 94.1. Happy Valentine's Day. Today's the day. Hey, I want to say happy Valentine's Day to、uh, my, my stepmother, just my family, my sister, w y l e e n the lovely w y l e e n I know someone that knows me, boy. She,、uh, and I, I will tell you, I've never had it before, but she brought in a breakfast pizza from Casey's, and oh my God. Hello. First ever, baby boy. First、Party's、ever, baby boy. Casey's pizza. No, I haven't. Welcome to the town. <laughs> Come on. Carpe diem. You know, well, you buried your girlfriend. What's on it? A little deep in the stack of your Valentine's Day wishes. She's number one always. She knows that.、Go. She's always number she one. You know,、um, God, if I was a woman, I'd, I'd, I think I would hate Valentine's Day. It just seems like it's such a forced thing on some, on some levels, you know? 
I just saw some stat that f- like 53% of women would dump their significant other if they didn't get anything. Oh, really? On Valentine's Day. How crazy you gotta and make insane a gesture. is that? You gotta make a gesture. Something, you know. I mean, don't make yeah. a woman feel like a chump. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you've got to at least, I mean, there has to be that moment in your relationship where you both acknowledge the fact that it's not that big of a deal. You know, there's that, but but it is a conversation yeah. that you have to have. I mean, otherwise, I, my husband, we don't make a big deal out yeah. of it, um, but he always gets me flowers every year because he knows that I, I love fresh flowers yeah. and, and he does that and that's great. But he also does it during other times during the year. But yeah, I mean, if he lo- if he came home today and was like what it's tuesday like it would definitely be like a moment where i'm like i mean we don't have to be that cool about it (laughs) (laughs) like let's not completely be like what a romantic Uh, gesture doesn't have to be diamonds right doesn't have to be chocolates exactly it just needs to be an acknowledgement of like hey happy valentine's day i love you that even that i mean that's free that costs you nothing it's the guys that just absolutely roll through the whole day. Like, I mean, we're not even going to acknowledge it, right? Because it's like so fake. You're like, well, <laughs> words are free. Yeah, I guess you're right. Words are free. <laughs> we're, it, words words don't cost nothing. You how, about, could... how about the people that buy themselves flowers and have them delivered um, to work and stuff? Just so, you know, I mean, you always people hear really stories that, of that. Though. I think a small percentage of people do or maybe have. Um, I mean, I personally wouldn't, of course, I mean, I don't well, know. No one's kind of... watching your desk or my desk for flowers, but that's what, why it's sort of sometimes a mean Hallmark holiday for ladies is yeah. when there's that pressure. The flowers like, come. Hey, is he going to send you, you know, people at the office that are like, Hey, I've been dating this guy. And there's a lot of pressure. Yeah, there is. I've been dating mm-hmm. this guy. So then people are uh, watching when, when do the flowers, where are the flowers at? Can you I would just say send them at home. Right. I mean, that's why it's so cheesy when you got to send them to work because for some people that really matters. Or we're seeing each other yeah. later. It's, it's a know? tree falls in the wilderness. If no one's there to hear it, did it really fall? It's like if if the flowers to the girlfriend, if they didn't go to work, does it matter? You send them home. Some of those, yeah. some people, I mean, that is it, their thing, it. man. Mm-hmm. And it's when you're in a relationship, but it's also like, you know that about the person you're in the relationship with. Like if you are in a relationship with somebody where it's like, it's not just a Hallmark holiday for me. I really put a lot of stock in this. Yeah. Then that's something that you know about your significant other and either you respect that and that's why you guys work as a couple or you think it's ridiculous and you're not going to last very long because you don't see eye to eye on certain things. You know, I mean, I, I, I'm always surprised by the couples that are surprised. It's like, oh, well, really? yeah, well, yeah, like, like I had no idea she was going to be this upset. It's like, really? Did you just meet your wife? You know, like, did you, did you just meet the woman who's always like, I think it's such a special day. Yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't sneak up on people. Usually you've had a conversation or usually at some point in your oh. relationship, you, you know, the temperament of what you're spending the time with, you know, like if I suddenly flipped out on Peter about not taking me to dinner and showering me with diamonds today he would be like who are you and what have you done with my wife like it would be weird it would be odd for me to flip out like that because we have an understanding yeah absolutely um at least we won't have to be forced to watch that uh that big giant bear vermont bear commercial oh, wow. any longer. Oh, it's not coming no it's not in the mail <laughs> no. so she got you pizza what'd you get she her? got me pizza i sent i sent flowers in um they going to work and stuff yeah oh yeah you want you know. credit 
I get it. <laughs> this thing that sucks is that my husband just brought it home because I work from home. He's like, this is me kind of sending them to your office. I was like, oh. I guess. <laughs> Murray is very impressed. The then we cat. went to dinner on the weekend, you know, and then I got her some, because uh, she has those allergies, to, uh, some uh, gluten-free, dairy-free, allergy for just allergy-free That's chocolates. Hot. Yeah. That's hot. <laughs> So those the are way expensive. I gave it. Oh my God, you're telling me. I mean, diamonds um, probably would have been cheaper than a box of those things. Yeah, um, so, well, yeah, that's about it. I mean, the only thing where I lacked on, I'd be honest with you, is a card, um, which is probably the biggest thing out of anything that you probably shouldn't lack on is some sort of card, I think. Somebody you know, else so. writing the words that you can't come up with? <laughs> Nothing says romance like, I outsourced. I was put on the spot by my son today. Factory printed stanza. Absolutely. A card that says it all. That's why they do them. What's that, Molly? I said, I was put on the spot by my son today. Like, I was like, hey, you know, it's Valentine's Day. What do you want? He's like, you know what? Surprise me. Because I was like, what do you want for your lunch tomorrow? He's like, yeah, it's Valentine's Day. Surprise me. I don't think you should let that tradition start. You should be like, Declan. (laughs) Valentine's Day (laughs) is about the men charming being a charmer, (laughs) not the ladies. Surprise me. Surprise me. Oh, that's So awesome. I ended up yeah. making peanut butter tortillas, and then I cut. I took the heart-shaped cookie cutter and cut them into heart shapes. Oh, So when he opens nice. his lunch today, it'll be like heart-shaped tortilla. Show everybody like, a chess club. <laughs> exactly. Look what I got. Chess club. The Big Party Morning Show. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Omaha's number one hit music station. Channel 94.1. Lady Gaga is just killing it. I mean, she uh, did the halftime show everybody was talking about. She had a great Grammy performance when she uh, had a mic work. That's why we gave away <laughs> tickets last week and we yeah. said try and win them because it's going to be tough to buy them because it'll sell out quick, quick, quick. And that seems to be exactly what happened. Uh, the tickets uh, for her entire world tour sold out. She's added dates. All North American concerts on sale today sold out. So uh, she's given fans what they want, confirming additional show dates in L.A., New York, Boston, Toronto, Philadelphia, and Los Angeles. But uh, even more European dates are going to sell out. So it's been good to be Gaga. This is her Joanne World Tour. She'll be here in Omaha. Boy, she's just striking, isn't she? Mm -hmm. Maybe she can... Squeeze in dates, you know. You yeah. see these little holes. I'm sure those are travel days. Uh, August 15th is Sacramento, California, and then August 19th is Omaha, Nebraska. I guess you need those extra days. Could you squeeze in an extra show? Did you try? Squeeze in one. Should be down in Kansas City November 15th. You try and dial in the places where. Works you know, ticket near. brokers, I'm sure, buy have these tickets. So You can right. still get them. You're just going to have to pay a little Around bit more. Around here, there's Omaha yeah. the 19th of uh, August. Chicago's yes, the 25th. St. Paul's uh, August 21st. Did people go crazy in Chicago? Yeah, I mean, I think everybody... Is, she's playing Wrigley Field in Chicago. Oh, she is. Uh, so wow. it's going to be an outside. I mean, and that's sold out, like, bam. KC, November. Sprint Center, November 15th. St. Louis, Scott Trade, November 16th. Gotta see it, man. You gotta go to go Denver, again. December twelfth. It's the hot that ticket. That would be a fun trip, actually, to do that. Yeah. All right, so road Gaga trip. just road trip and just, just you follow Gaga and... everywhere. <laughs> yeah. You become a Pack Gaga roadie. I can be a monster. Is that what it is? Yes. A monster. Be one of her monsters. 
Uh, ABC is revealing that uh, the for the first time in their Bachelorette show history, it will be an African American woman who will be uh, this year's you know Bachelorette. Uh, it, I guess she, her name is 31. Uh, she's 31 years old. She's a Dallas attorney. Her name's Rachel Lindsay. She, it's no surprise. She's the one everybody loves. Yeah. She's everybody's sweetheart. But this is first time male or female in the franchise's history. So The Bachelor and The Bachelorette premiered in 2002 and 2003. They've never had right. any nope. African-American? Nope. Nah. Man, they racist. Uh, Maybe it's just such a white show. I mean, it's <laughs> I such white people watch it. It seems like most of the white people I know that watch it are white people. I love the Bachelor. <laughs> right. My girlfriend and I watch it. My girlfriend um, and I watch it. The Bachelorette's new season with uh, Lindsay at the helm will premiere on May 22nd. So, so what's funny yeah, is so pop she, them out. she comes out on Jimmy Kimmel last night and he's like, wow, so I guess your hometown date didn't go that well. Right? Because it's, you know, the big reveal on the show. Yeah. Which is in the can. It's taped. Yeah, and these stories always leak out because the people have to go out in the real world. They can't reveal it, but maybe they're dating or they're seeing. It gets else. out there. Nothing's sacred with that. So I just, man, they just keep bellowing these things out, don't they? Yeah. I mean, 13 seasons of that, 20 some seasons of The Bachelor. I mean, that's a, that's a whole, a whole lot. Don't you just guys feel like it needs to be changed up a little bit? You know, I don't know. I mean, I keep saying it, just someone more average. But again, I, I then again, I guess. I mean, what's average is the question. I mean, Wasn't there that show, The Regular Joe? Yeah, it was a regular joke. That was more like a joke. That was right. just to get raised or to feel better about yourself. I mean, what do we? What's the end goal here? Something to get something to get the average person that can relate. Uh, something relatable. But Those shows most, are not most relatable. Television is escapism. I mean, right? Yeah, but but maybe they could have a show, and I think I see what you're going with this. Maybe they could have a show where they could address that. You know, instead of helicopters to Fiji, they're just trying to get in on a Friday night at Outback without reservations. Turn the TV <laughs> off and look at each other. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, there's that's not. I mean, yeah, it's beautiful to say that it's turned off, but it's not reality. I mean, you're, you're going to watch it, and you're going to. That's what you do in this world. You watch TV, no matter what it is. I'm just saying that the show's just, I don't know, just blah. But then again, that's me. Happy Valentine's Day. Sorry. <laughs> How many episodes Sorry. have you is watched? That, is that Casey's? I tried to watch it yesterday. <laughs> I, I turned it on and I chose the dog show, which is even the more sad. Yes. Um, which apparently the big upset is, is that there's a German Shepherd going to the final round. He's a real ringer. Does that never <laughs> happen? Really. Yeah, I've never, I don't have so no... The German Shepherd heads to the Westminster finale uh, with upset win. It was like the biggest deal. The fairest dog in the land could One? be crowned. Oh, it's not over. It's still no. going. Oh, good. The pooch that was favored to win, a little pooly named Preston, won't be competing. What? He was upset last night by a German shepherd named Rumor in the herding group finale. OMG. It's got dog <laughs> world on its ear. Breeds like Golden Retriever, Dachshund, Dalmatian, and Chihuahua are extreme long shots to win best in show. While the winner will receive the coveted pewter bull, there's no prize money. It's just the esteem of being, you know, the show, uh, the, the dog. And so now this German shepherd He's could in. be the one. Is he Talk about a brain, a, a time suck. You'd watch that show and yeah, it's, it's, I, I actually enjoyed it. 
It was really you cute.、Know. I saw one of the outtakes today where it was like a little beagle, which they're so cute. Yeah. And he like stopped and like sniffed his butt. Yeah. And that, that was like immediately disqualified. Like it's so funny. Like just doing normal dog stuff actually gets you disqualified from the dog show. That's my bachelor, apparently. <laughs>、uh, by the way, the, the hated gal Corinne is still alive. So she's、oh. the one that nobody likes. The villain. They'll keep her around. She's still making it through. So will he pick her? You're listening to the Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Channel 94.1.